Welcome to me, my mutants. Welcome to the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat with Brothers Comics. Each week we review classic X-Men stories from the past and link them with the current continuity. Join the producer, Sandman, Big Hutch, and Brother Beavis as we take a trip down Great Malkin Lane. Are you ready, my mutants? Let's do it. Hey, how you guys doing? This is Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat with Brothers Comics. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite mutants. It is still Black History Month, so uh, the Sandman. Sandman, <laughs> say what's happening to everybody. That's right, I'm first. Konnichiwa, fellow mutants. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and on the other line, or on the other line, it's my other favorite mutant. Uh, he's my brother from another mother. Uh, hey, what's up? Bottom yeah. bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you are bottom bitch at least until February or March the first. Yeah. Uh, so I need to be busy yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. man, four hundred years of oppression. You can go second once, motherfucker. All right. Yeah, but this is twice. I'm sweat. Yeah, actually, this is twice. We have, it is twice. Jeez, uh, yeah. my people been keep been kept down for three. Four days. I mean, this is getting, this is getting out of control. Yeah, there's, a, there's an uprising coming. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, is this how it feels? Uh, so, Why did you guys anyway. say something after three or four days? I mean, I, we need to make some changes. Um, so... If you've been following along with this podcast, you'll know that uh, our Thursday night comic book chat is our walkthrough through the uncanny X-Men from the past and kind of tying stories into current continuity as well as the movies and whatnot for the X-Men. We have just walked through what we've called the Paul Smith era, uh, ended with a double issue of 175, and the book starts to transition, even 175 transition to the new artist. Uh, Chris Claremont is still our writer. Our new artist is John Ramita Jr., and he is going to take us uh, for a while um, on this X-Men journey. Um, I didn't look at the ending total, but I know he gets us at least through X-Men 200, which is 25 issues from now, which is a solid two years of drawing. Um, So uh, Ramita Jr. is a great artist, uh, a very great artist as well as was his dad. So we get some good artwork in these books. And uh, the night, tonight, we're going to look at a couple of stories. Uh, we're going to bring back the Morlocks, who we hadn't seen uh, since Storm stabbed Callisto in the heart. And we're going to bring back the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, the new Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which we really haven't seen since Days of Future Past. Is that right, Brother Peter? Wow. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, so they've been I think gone. There was, there was an interlude story with Mystique around the time that uh, – Rogue was breaking camp, but that was about it. Okay. Yeah, I know. We're bringing, yeah, so we're bringing them back after, what, 30s, you know, almost three years, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where they had been disappeared. Um, so we're going to walk through 176 kind of quick, um, and then we'll kind of deal more with 177 and 178, which brings back the Brotherhood um, to, a, you know, a pretty satisfying story, and we get to run Kitty Pride a little bit too. Um, so... <laughs> 176 is the honeymoon of uh, <laughs> the honeymoon of Cyclops and Madeline Pryor. <laughs> I'm reading this, I'm like, hey man, um, if your plane crashed on your honeymoon, <laughs> you have to survive. 
chances are, yo, you should just forget that marriage. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I think that may have been a sign that things weren't going to go so well in your marriage, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I want to talk really quick about a couple of the things that are going on in there, and I might not go completely in order. Uh, the first thing I happened in there was a couple situation, Wolverine and Mariko. Uh, Wolverine still can't get over it. Um, having a hard time still. Uh, he winds up lightweight stalking her, not lightweight, stalking her in her bedroom to return the, the sword of Yoshida um, for, from the clan Yoshida, uh, you know, because he was supposed to keep that because of honor. But if I'm not honorable, then I shouldn't have the sword. But really, it's just a creeping moment, right, Brother uh, Sammy? Yeah, I guess the dude literally is up in her bedroom, just sneaks up in there, fully dressed as Wolverine. Is like, yeah, what's up, bitch? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna cut you up. You know, you know, we gonna figure this thing out right here. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's an awkward scene to say the truth. But uh, I mean, Wolverine has been stewing for some answers, and he just, yeah, literally just ends up in her damn bedroom. Is like. I'm going to choke you the fuck out if we don't figure out this thing tonight. Yeah. I mean, and she finally admits it, you know, what's going on, um, her reasons, I guess, for um, rejecting him. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a crazy scene. He drops the, you know, you were under the control of mastermind, a powerful mutant, blah, blah, blah. But she's still like, yeah, no, you know, I have duties as, you know, uh, the yeah, head of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, a creepy scene, Brother Beavis. Yeah, although I, if we could back up, I think, like, uh, the multiple interludes where Cyclops has sex on autopilot and some of his, like, post-sex spaces, <laughs> I think are equally creepy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about that. I, Later. You know, I love, yeah. After, yeah. Yeah, after coitus. Um I, I put them at the end just because I wanted to run him, but since you're going to bring him up on this issue, Cyclops' uh, shorts are straight from village people. <laughs> <laughs> He's got uh, some extra medium cutoffs. Yep, yeah. um, I mean, it, cut off. Yeah, yeah, cut off. And with the phrase on the side, I mean... It, it is really not befitting of his pimp tour that has been going on for the last three plus years. Um, but he, he, he got it in. Uh, and yes, I mean, and their story is kind of, is kind of ridiculous. They're mm-hmm. flying, the plane crashes. There's a, a creature feature essentially that's trying to suck them down into the ocean. And, you know, they got to start the plane and get it off. There's a nice shot of Madeline Pryor's ass. Crack, yep. <laughs> uh, as they're sitting on the boat. Um, yep. But I mean, yes. you know, it, it, that's really the the majority of this book is that, and I'm not sure where that came from. It's just like a, a throwaway plot. Like, well, you know, that, you know, I mean, I guess it pushes them together and it proves, you know, their couplehood together. But as a comic book story, it's just kind of goofy. Um, yep. Really goofy. Yeah, it's very goofy. Yeah. The, the funny thing that hit me is like you know there's like a pending Bendis story where the octopus from from this issue comes back as like a supervillain of some sort like yeah you know yeah, yeah you, you you killed that was my father's octopus yeah, and, yeah. you know I was right. doing in revenge yeah like Jaws four 
The revenge. The yeah. best yeah. is once he puts his his uh, his uh, cowl back on, cowl and visor yeah. back on with yeah. his right. with his jean shorts, his cut off jean yeah. shorts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a string ass. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's an it's an East Dayton Halloween. Um, <laughs> and does she go from a black bikini? Yeah, she goes from a black yes, bikini to a white bikini. Yes, yeah, she does. It does. They, yeah, they got lazy with the coloring at the end of the book. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, again, as a comic book story, it's just. I mean, I you know I don't know where they were coming from with this. Other than like, <laughs> hey, let's just do this. Um, <laughs> they're like their happy picture after the the plane takes off is pretty funny. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and then they probably are coming. Sorry, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, put this shit on autopilot, girl. Um, <laughs> that puts me on the then. move, like giving a full force optic blast to a squid underwater. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, going through the whole speech about my glasses and oh, wow. Ruby cords. And, yeah, Ruby cords. Yeah, Ruby cords. Yeah. Um, the other story in 176, or the other two stories. The one is um, the world. We'll call it the World Security Council. The World Security Council is uh, kind of starting to worry about the Magneto problem as he is after he has uh, sunk a Russian submarine or some sort, um, and they're really worried that he is going to be a problem that they have to deal with, and not just him, mutants in general. Um, and so they've convened to try to figure out the Magneto problem. But this is something. And this is what we were kind of talking about before we started recording about how these books used to or used to be multi-layered and um, telling multiple stories in one book. Like the payoff for this is going to come like a couple of years from now. You know, when we get to the trial of Magneto, which is issue 200. I mean, it's going to be built up over time. But the actual payoff is going to be two years from now. It's, again, something that you do not see in modern comics at all. Um, yeah. And then the other final or major story is the return of the Morlocks. Uh, Caliban is being manipulated by uh, Callisto as she's still plotting to try to get control back of control of the Morlocks uh, from Storm. And they concoct this plot. Uh, in regards to Kitty Pride, which we'll get into into the next issue. Um, again, Caliban makes an appearance in this Wol- the Logan movie here coming up, and allegedly he was in X Men uh, Apocalypse as well. Correct? Wasn't that guy He's, named Caliban? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the good, the dude was very, very good and creepy who played him. So it's actually pretty good portrayal, I thought. Right. So I think they're saying uh, here like th- these are the original Morlocks mask. Thunder, Callisto, and Callisto. Right. Okay. So this was the four horsemen. Who is who? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess some would be holy. Um, <laughs> um, do you think well, Callisto would be Tully or Flair? Tully. Well, well who's Rick Flair then? He's got to be. She does, she's got to be. St- no, she's got to be Flair, I guess. Yes, I would guess. She starts all the Flair. shit, though. So. Yeah. Masking like Tully Blanchard. Uh, I think it's like three Ole Andersons and and I guess a player. I think Caliban is like Paul Roma. Yeah, I was going to say, you might have four Paul Romos and an Ole Anderson. Three Paul Romos and an Ole Anderson. It's Mongo McMichael, Paul Roma, Ole Anderson, and I guess Ric Flair. 
And get a <laughs> Lex. Trying to keep the band together. Yeah, wasn't Lex, Lex was a part of it one time, right? Yeah, Lex. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of these guys could That's do another that. iteration, I know, but yeah. Caliban's yeah. all show. I mean, Sunder's all show and no work rates, so it could be Lex Luthor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? The, the vanilla hero. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yes, they're setting up a plot, and Callisto's using Sunder or Caliban's love for Kitty Pride to set up this plot. Um, and again, we're going to get into this in the issue, so spoiler alert, where they can manipulate Kitty to get back into the tunnels, and um, it's going to lead to this huge fight or whatever also with the um, with uh, the Brotherhood. Um, but yeah, so 176 is a kind of a real, not, not an easy, quick read because the, word, the books are very wordy, but uh, nothing that's uh, going to happen in this book. It's kind of a, a setup book. And so we get to 177, which has a pretty awesome cover because Kitty was dead on it. I was like, yes, <laughs> he finally answered my prayers. This um, came out in December. Was this a Christmas book? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, yeah it's de- it's, she's dead. Wolverine in his brown costume is standing over her. Um, I'm kind of wondering when we're going to get the switch back to the yellow and blue here. I'm kind of thinking. I didn't. I didn't think he. Re- I didn't think he rode the brown and and the costume this long for some reason. I don't think he, so when they switch, they switch to a generic yellow and blue team outfit in like right, right. before the split. And then after the split, he's that, I think that's when he goes back to the old school yellow and blue. So yellow one, not blue, okay. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like another hundred issues. Yeah. Wow. Long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this book opens up 177, which is called sanction or 178, excuse me. No, 177, excuse me, it's called Sanction. It opens up, and it looks like an arcade, pun intended, and you see Mystique walking through the arcade, and she is about to be attacked by Wolverine. Um, And then the book just opens up with this huge fight scene with Mystique essentially killing all the X-Men, using her powers to shapeshift, using some knives, um... I mean, pretty much everything. Booby traps. I mean, she does everything she can to take this out, out all the X Men, and it's just like, what is this? Because if you turn, mm-hmm. you're just reading this from whatever. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Mystique just killed all yeah. the X Men. I don't understand why this is. And then you come to find out, it's somebody who we also had not seen in the and for a long time. It's Arcade, who has set up this whole murder world situation for her to be able to practice going to kill the X-Men. You know, it's really just a danger room sequence set up with robots instead of uh, holograms. And, um, you know, he's back, and Mystique essentially wants to get Rogue back because she thinks uh, Xavier has um, messed with her mind, and that's the reason that she's been taken away from the team. Uh, That's why she went to the X-Men. Does that pretty much cover it, Brother Beavis? Yeah, and, you know, I can remember seeing this, and it's pretty outrageous. And the thing that strikes me on, strikes me on the reread is, like, you know, she's in the midst of this rogue story. And I think I remember, like, the previous interaction with Nightcrawler was pretty brief, and now she's all yeah. like, oh, that's my baby. I, that's my like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's her. Like, oh, yeah, and, I mean, and they play it up really harsh. And I'll, I'll readily admit that whenever it does, you know, get to the Maury Povich moment, where this it is revealed, like I have no idea when that was, <laughs> but like I, I, you know, I know they laid the track for it, and I'm assuming that it it became canon that she is actually his mother. Is that correct? I want to say that also yeah. came out after the split. 
So I think they, yeah, I think they like keep they carry it for a long time. Yeah, I, I I remember seeing it in the animated series before I remember seeing it in the comics, and okay. I couldn't tell you when it was in the comics, but yeah, they did directly uh, uh, set it in the in the uh, animated series. Uh, um, Mystique was actually was going to, uh, I think she was going to kill him or something like that, Nightcrawler, as an infant, and um, mm. I forget exactly yeah. what, what happened. Okay, but, yeah, um, and that, that does sound familiar, too. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know when it was in the comics, but yeah, okay. I'll be in there somewhere, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to look forward or whatever. I just, you know, I, I mean, it seems kind of like a, a cheap pop, like he's blue, she's blue, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, he's, he's beast, he's father, beast. Yeah, beast. Exactly. Yeah, he's father. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he runs to the back of the stage. <laughs> that ain't me. I wasn't blue then. That wasn't me. No, I ain't. Uh, so, I'm not uh, a natural blue. I'm not a natural yeah, blue. Right. Yeah, I'm 110 percent positive. All right. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, it, and it is an outrageous scene. I mean, what do you think about that, Salmon? I mean, she kills everybody, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. up until the end there. I mean, she takes no prisoners. And at, at that point in time, I never I never viewed Mystique as, like, an assassin. I just I viewed her more as a manipulator. You know, what yeah. do you think from reading this, Sammy? Yeah, this is almost like the uh... – uh, movie version of Mystique where she's like Bruce Lee, Jet Li, you know, like four or five different <laughs> badass people thrown together, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, what did this bitch get all these damn martial arts powers and super right. guns she just pulls out of nowhere and shit, you know, so, yeah, I had a feeling, it's like, okay, yeah, this is some kind of reverse danger room shit or, or alternate reality or something, because, you know, she killing all the X-Men single-handedly, you know, some bullshit is up, but, uh, hmm. Yeah, they yeah. pulled her off the Sunday night wrestling show and had her get victories <laughs> on Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait a minute, yeah, I'm damn. Need to go back time and for squash and enhancement yeah. talent. Yep, time to time for a Goldberg squash. Don't be getting too happy. <laughs> um, yeah, so once she's uh, been out of this and Arcade, uh, you know, tells her about well, this is our, you know, essentially the contract that we have, you know that she's he's setting this up for her that she's got to be able to kill all these x-men or whatever but it's i mean again we're all just setting this up because there's going to be this confrontation with mystique and the x-men over rogue you know she's totally convinced that rogue is under the influence of magneto's um powers um as we go shift into another part of the book we get to another couple uh which would be kitty and storm who is unseen in 176. Uh, she pops back up here. Uh, we're in punk rock version now. She's picking up Kitty from um, her dance studio, with her dan- the dance practice with her new mammy, uh, Stevie Hunter. And <laughs> Kitty is in still petulant child mode about storm changing. I'm using air quotations. Um, it, this, again, this, I guess, reads badly. Even like this, like 30 years later, this is really fast. Like, well, you're not allowed to change. I liked you the way you were, Blackie. And um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Like, you know, like, you know, it, it, Kitty's making it all about her when really is nothing about you. This is something that I'm going through. This is something that's personal to me. Why are you all up in my cornflakes? 
and you know, and Kitty's just not feeling it. And even when Ro, and even when Storm tries to rectify the situation, she phases on her and can't even touch her. I mean, it, it, it's really bad. It's not a good look for Kitty. And like, just kind of looking at it as you know, from an outsider looking in, as it's just not cool. Um, I just didn't like it at all. Still don't, um, Brother Beavis. Uh yeah, and then you didn't really touch on Stevie Hunter replacement mammy's here to weigh in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so yeah, it's just I mean, I think they get over it here in a couple issues that this yeah, sort of points out anymore. we don't have to hear it anymore. But yeah, I mean this is just like I don't know. I guess this this part was written for somebody, but probably not the <laughs> I don't know. No, not yeah. Yeah. It it is I mean you know, you have to wonder, like, is somebody going through something, you know, or are you having a, a troubled relationship with your teenage daughter while you were writing this book and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out a way to get in and make this character? Like, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it's just kitty. I can't. I feel obligated to point out, too, Ramita didn't do Storm any favors in some of these profile shots. Hold up. No. Oh, no. God, her ass is flat in that one, ain't it? Mm. Damn it! Yeah, no doubt. But you know what though? Well, and that's right or wrongly. If you go back a few panels, when uh, Mystique is standing oh, over somebody, yeah. hold up, the whole thing. Yeah, oh. no, Mystique is standing over some. Yeah, Mystique is standing over Cyclops after she killed yep. him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave it to her though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He took all the yeah. ass he was gonna give Storm and gave it to Mystique. Yeah, he transferred that for some reason. Yeah, mm. we see yeah. you. All right. Uh, thank you for that interlude, brother. Please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we transition back to Shiar space, um, if you remember for a couple of issues ago, Charles and Lysandra. Um, Charles had uh, pants on, so this is a start at least. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of dressed like Mr. Mixelflake, though. So <laughs> a little bit, isn't he? Yes, uh, and he is definitely clean-shaven and kind of creepy-looking in these shots as well. (laughs) It's like, like, uh, he's like a very weird Mr. Clean um, in these shots. Where does he keep his wallet, though? He doesn't have a wallet. Yeah, and I know. Where's his socks? I mean, yeah. No doubt. And she's out of the jumpsuit, so she's back in her clean gear. Well, she gave it to Kitty because Kitty has her (laughs) pad and her leg warmers on. (laughs) (laughs) I shot the Lalandra special line at Nordstrom. (laughs) Made room on the show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes, they did. Didn't they? Um, Whereas, remember, this is two issues after Psychos got married. Um, I, I was listening to the podcast the other day. For the last one uh, about making note where the Star Jammers weren't invited to the wedding, stay out in space. Only Corsair yeah. could go, um, and so he still hasn't left. I guess you know the atmosphere of wherever the hell this Earth is, and he has to come say goodbye to his other son, which is a total step. You know, not step brothers, but total freaking secondary child shit right there. Like, all right, son, then you got married and all that. What's your other, what's his name? I mean, I'm not saying that that's, for, I'm not saying that from personal experience or nothing. I'm just saying. Um, he's like, know. he's like, no, Alex, you need to go see your new daddy. You done replaced me and Adam. I'm like, fuck you. Damn. Poor, poor Alex. Yeah. He's in no respect. He's like, I never liked that cat bitch anyway, dad. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Oh, so, yeah. God. Um, but, yeah, that's it. You know, so they have a moment. Um, and, again, we will come back to the Shi'ar here, not that far along from here either. Um, but they go off into space to try to uh, get Deathbird off the throne of the Shi'ar. Uh, Scott and Alex and uh, Xavier are, bo- are being back to Earth. And then the latter part of the book here shifts to a, a double date scene, essentially, with, um, I kinda, I'm i going to call her Amanda Waller, man. I'm not going to be reading it out of my head. It's in there forever. Amanda yeah, Septon, Nightcrawler, and then Kitty and Peter or Slash Colossus. They are out to go see, I think, like an opera or a play or something like that. Um, yeah. It, I mean, At it's really match. just a date yeah. night. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a date night. Um Nothing really of that. The Royal that Ballet. Comedy. Yeah, the Royal, the Royal Ballet. ballet. The of course it's the ballet. What else would she be going to go see? Um, mm. And there's an explosion. The X-Men respond to it. The Colossus's um, tuxedo was not unstable. Molecule. Not unstable. <laughs> molecule, no. no. I like no, how, I, like, even though Nightcrawler was a robot when he had this touching moment earlier, now this this Nightcrawler is somehow also coincidentally concerned with Mystique. That was a, you right. know, that, he just picked yeah. the story right up from his robot. So. Yeah. <laughs> Colossus shoots up the stairs. He finds uh, the blob um, sitting in there. Uh, give me a side angle on the blob for a moment. I was just thinking, is there a more terrible villain? I mean, he's awful. I mean, he's just, a more inconsistent villain too. Sometimes, well, and yeah, his powers are nebulous as fuck. And, very nebulous. Um, yeah. And, but he's just awful. Like he's, I mean, just awful. It's like, hey, let's make a fat guy. Hi. And, and making him a dick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, dick of all yeah. Things. I mean, and and then and then again, spinning it to the movie, like or whatever. When you get to origins or whatever, or yeah, it was origins. Like, yeah, let's. Of all the people that we have at our disposal, let's use the blob. He's in Apocalypse, too. <laughs> he is? Yeah, he he's the guy that Angel defeats in the cage fight, in the first uh, fight. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah it's it's real which quick. Is ludicrous. You can almost miss it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is very ludicrous. Uh, yeah. And I, I was trying to forget as much of that as I could. But um, yeah. it's just... I mean, I don't. I, I mean, and they. I mean, he gets a long run in like these books. I mean, from the original team all the he's way. He's been in it since like number three. Yeah. 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 The original team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just terrible. Yeah. And in these, he's, you know, he has. Yeah, he's a dick and a jerk. Uh, but he's also like, I don't know. Like sometimes, can't like, do man, anything like, to him. But he's never like he never really takes anybody out either. He yeah. just takes up space. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not yeah. a great guy. His purple leotard in this is magnificent, though. Um, <laughs> you got matching that shit. Yeah, it was like, no. Well, I guess the black ones were making him too slimming, uh, so he went with purple. Uh, so, yeah, Colossus tries. He gets bitch slapped, um, and then he gets sent outside, and then the, the coordinated attacks. Um, what's that? What's that called on that Marvel un, uh, Unlimited game? You can coordinate attacks like that. Uh, I don't know. A combo. Oh, I don't know. What the combo. Yeah, they hit the combo. Yeah, they hit the combo, man. Yeah, he hits him, and then um, uh, Pyro picks him up with a. I'm gonna say a phoenix-like creature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's, 
in fairness, it was like a flaming pterodactyl. living fire yeah. that's totally not yeah. the phoenix. Why not? Yeah, Man. they almost made it two whole issues. Um, and they heat they heat him up until he is white hot heat. Um, and you know Colossus is curious as to how much of this he could take, and um, he lets you know, and the plot boxes let you know because it is really wordy. And I quote: Colossus <laughs> continues to struggle as he's heated red hot, then white hot, to incandescent and beyond. He's often wondered about the upper limits of his uh, strength and invulnerability. Can his steel skin be penetrated? His steel bones broken? Can he melt? Notice and his steel hands are still on here when he's in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, his pants did get burned. I mean, I think that's that's probably good, but yeah. if mm. you really want to talk about fire and heat and logic, then probably should yeah. have his pants still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If his outfit didn't survive changing into metal form, he yeah. probably doesn't survive catching fire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, um, yeah, and his dick was burning. <laughs> <laughs> we probably didn't get past the comic book code. <laughs> uh, my dick be burning. How did you my get it? My dick be burning, girl. How did you get it? <laughs> Get all kinds of stuff. Get all kinds of fucking pussy. <laughs> oh man. Oh, we gotta finish that podcast, brother. All right. Um, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Um, so once he's white hot heat, then the other combo comes with Avalanche, and he and, and with I, let's just touch on the Nebulous power set. Okay. <laughs> with his mutant power, Avalanche sweeps trucks containing liquid nitrogen towards the. Unsuspecting X Men. I, I was not aware that was his power. That he could simultaneously yeah. move five trucks into position mm-hmm. in a circle around Colossus. Yeah, that's true. And okay. thankfully, th- thankfully the trucks in uh in New York were carrying liquid nitrogen at that time because I don't know what would happen if they were <laughs> chocolate or gasoline or something. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. it happened to be liquid nitrogen. You know, that Colossus would, would always wonder out. what it would happen if he was heated up and he was covered with chocolate and marshmallows <laughs> in a graham cracker factory. <laughs> would he become a s'more? <laughs> uh. Yeah, exactly. And I love that when he gets it thrown on him, he's like, ah! Yep. They give him the big R. Yeah, like he heard that. And yeah, then, you know, too. Kitty, who yeah. went to call a payphone to try to get some help, um, is like, Peter? And then the next time it's Peter, and then you see him with his draws frozen too, and steel. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I was going to I was going to wonder if you going to say about that. Again, yeah. is rock hard. Uh, he is literally now <laughs> rock hard, uh, and he is frozen in whatever you would call this. Um, I mean, I'm, we're kind of we're being comic book nerds. I mean, it's like a, it's a decent issue actually. You know, the the fight scene is kind of quick or whatever. But it's also, mm-hmm. and I said this on previous podcasts, this is also setting up a the uh, the Ricky Morton or this Robert Gibson hot tag. Mm-hmm. Um, the X Men <laughs> get their tails kicked for a whole issue, and then mm-hmm. suddenly Robert gets the hot tag and comes in, cleans the house, and we get a dusty finish. And we're really setting that up here. In <laughs> issue one, seven, they like eight. to end issues with Colossus being dead too. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, yeah, He's done that more than once. That's a damn sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Colossus is such a, a 
you know, I listen to other people's podcasts or whatever. You know, and people love Colossus. Big Hutch loves true? Colossus. Big Hutch now, as cited Big him as his favorite X-Men. Yeah, I mean, that's not me. Fighting on X-Men. But people love him, but I just, uh, you know, I mean, I think as a kid, like, his power looks so cool, like, you like him. But mm-hmm. when you start to read the books, I mean, not, I don't think that he becomes unlikable. He's just, like, vanilla. Yeah, nothing yeah. to him or whatever. I just, I just don't really care for the character as an adult. You know, but as a kid, I was like, oh, well, he can turn to steel. That seems like pretty something cool that I would like to do and to smite my energies, my enemies, you know, and beat the hell out of them. That sounds awesome. But mm-hmm. as a character overall, it just, he just seemed kind of boring um, now as an adult. All right, so that gets us to number 178. A uh, great cover, by the way, where you see Wolverine cutting into the blob who switched back to his black unitard um, <laughs> on the cover. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, like, really? Like, he's going to cut into him and his cussing bacon off your back? Um, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, so just, a, you know, a, a decent cover, though. The issue is titled Hell Hath No Fury. I'm assuming like a woman scorned, which kind of doesn't that's fit the phrase, it. yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, yeah. So Colossus is uh, frozen, and if you don't believe it, or he's he's rock, <laughs> he's rock hard again. Um, if you don't believe it, just read all the dialogue bosses that describe what happens <laughs> to you, uh, because <laughs> there is quite a little bit uh, set up here. Um, yeah, I mean. Again, we're being nerds or whatever, but it's a good issue up to this point. Uh, I don't like the, the resolve for it as we get to the end here coming, but um, just kind of overall pretty good. Uh, we're going to get to the point where Kitty has to – she comes concocts this harebrained scheme where she's going <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait to – You, you missed the shot at Cyclops again. Wait, look at the picture he sends Professor Oh, X. yeah. <laughs> Oh, like he's like, hey, yo, Professor X, I just got it in again. Where's the just got it? You ain't never gonna get Nick Rowe. Where's the line, bitch? Where's the line? Ain't no metal block against my legs, my boy. Hate on me, bitch. Hate on me. Yeah, all three of my legs work new. What? What a dick. Well, and who took the picture? By yeah, who took the picture? By the way. Like, that's that a, was a good damn question. Yeah, who took the damn picture? <laughs> like, hey, man, we just smashed. You take this picture, bus boy? Thank you. I'm He's like, like, when you got him <laughs> like Cyclops, you don't need a selfie stick. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Ruby quartz draws the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, oh. it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Uh, it says... As Professor Xavier is going uh, through the mail, uh, <laughs> I need this Ruby Quartz condom for my, my <laughs> the full power of my jizz. <laughs> my splash is so powerful; it need to be checked, girl. It's like, why does it? Why, why does it come out of your eyes, but not? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Awful. All right. <laughs> kitty, kitty fighting. Xavier is opening the mail. That's fucked up, too. Like electric bill, gas bill, the carry card bill. What the fuck? Cross his dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and his girl just left too. He's like, <laughs> oh damn, that's right. <laughs> that cat bitch when you need it. <laughs> hey, Rogue, I'm about to roll into the bathroom. Give them noises you hear. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> no, <laughs> keep your headphones on, girl. Close your mind. Close your yeah, mind. Close your mind. <laughs> Gotta do some maintenance. Don't worry yeah. about it. I'm going to change the oil. I'll be right mm. back. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. I'm going to take this right. picture with me, though. I don't know what they make these pictures out of, but boy, they are sure <laughs> resistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Sorry. Uh, we digress. Um, whew. My, my head hurts. From laughing. Okay. Um, <laughs> the it's man cheese, dude. What are you doing here? <laughs> podcast. Uh, Kitty has to make mental contact with Xavier because of what happened to Peter. Um, so as he's looking through the mail, he makes contact with her. Uh, she tells him that it's been the Brotherhood that's attacked. He's like, well, Nightcrawler's out there already. I don't want to send Rogue because Rogue's got her Walkman on. But two, Rogue is, um, you know, she, he doesn't want to test her loyalties like that to go fight up against her former team, which makes complete 100% mm-hmm. sense. Like, I totally mm-hmm. get that part. Um, yeah, there's a danger room sequence or whatever. So she sends uh, Storm and Wolverine. Now, um, allegedly now Storm has, what, remarkable strength? But to be able to live uh, now, Adam yeah, and him, uh, Wolverine, or maybe she's using the currents of the air to supplement her powers to lift his heavy ass and carry him however many miles it yeah. is in New York City. Yeah, because, because comic books moment. I think. Yeah, hashtag yeah. because comics. Um, yeah. She's kind of holding him like a baby. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, but not like, not like uh, Angel like a baby, where it yeah. was really like, you know, really had to cradle and carry him. Uh, he's just kind of going because he has to. Um, What's well, interesting, a, she kind of has like a hybrid costume on here too because she has like yeah. punk rock storm underneath, but she's got like her old school cape on. Yeah, I wonder if that was uh, a... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? And then that's this little scene in the danger room. She cut it for her, you know, to make it more yeah. badass. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you know, actually, yeah. they didn't show you the conclusion of the conversation with Stevie. She's like, oh, I don't know. Did you try changing your clothes? I don't know, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Change your hair. That didn't wear. I don't know. Get some new clothes. Oh, that's one day. Yeah, do something. (laughs) Shit. My knee's starting to hurt. Stop fucking with me. Leave her alone. Stay away from her. Stay away. Um, All right. So, um, as a part of that, uh, Xavier starts getting these little headaches and whatnot. Uh, this is going to play out here and uh, continually is with some issues here. Um, but yes, so we're waiting to get to this fight here. But in it's the different city. headaches. This is a different yeah. headache. It is a different yeah. headache. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because he's going to get headaches continually. He, yeah, he does coincidentally get another headache, but that's a different. Okay. Headache. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if those are the same headaches. No. Mm. Put some. Put some tussing on it, Charles. Um, <laughs> yes, Kitty is concocts this plan where she's going, she has read about what if so our prior conversation. He's like, if he's still alive, however, we'll rise. Oh. 
<laughs> and he nutted. <laughs> Sorry. Childish. Inappropriate. Yeah. I yeah, apologize. It's, no, it's, it's perfectly, perfectly okay for this podcast. Um, yeah. Again, can I get the kitties playing, though? Because it yeah. is a concoction of yeah. uh, great teenage proportions. It's like, I read this article and stuff. It was in, like, yeah. Teenage Fantastic Four Vogue. Where you hear, um, like, yakety sack playing <laughs> in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to go to the Baxter building, have to sneak in, pick up the neogenic recombinator, which is a oh, shit is. Oh, I mean, geez. it is what it is, man. I mean, let's be honest. And um, she sneaks to the Baxter building, runs off, leaves him there, all frozen and shit. I was kind of like, that's kind of fucked up. But whatever. where's he going to go? Yeah, where's he going to go? Um, and then, you know, she has to get, I don't know, uptown or downtown, wherever the back building is. And mm-hmm. she runs, and then she jumps into a cab, and then we get a freaking kind of a black guy, taxi guy moment. Um, they ain't never going to believe this back at the garage. Mm-hmm. I think they missed an opportunity to have him say this. Yeah. This back at yeah. the garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, his little question mark, exclamation point question mark, I think is translated in the vernacular as the fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't get past the comic book code. Um, the, um, yes, and so as she's going to do that, the Morlock plan is going into order as well as they found some dead body in the middle of the street um, in the Lower East Side, which I think is a fairly expensive part of town in New York now, ain't it? Yeah, gentrification. Um, so, yeah, they find a body. They have masks, do something to the face. I mean, we can spoil the shit out of this, you know, that they're going to change it to look like Kitty. Um, and, uh, that you know, so it shifts back to uh, Amanda Septum and yeah. Nightcrawler. I really got to think about that. And, uh, they finally get attacked by the Brotherhood too, but not before Kemp was, or not before Kurt was getting his pimp man to him, man. Like he was getting it in. Mm-hmm. He, he had already teleported naked in front of her one time. Uh, <laughs> you know, and was waiting there with a Bamp pillow. You know, I mean, he he's like, wait, was... let's take a picture. Charles loves these things. said this would be a good nice. idea. Nice. <laughs> 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 They said it did it in the other issue. Wolverine's like, look, I know we've broken up, but can I just get naked in the bed with you for a second take a picture? <laughs> I just and want to <laughs> Charles real quick. <laughs> Charles is making a scrapbook <laughs> of all of us getting it in. So I ain't we don't have to do that, girl. Man, just just yeah, just some hand stuff. So um, yeah, so they um, yeah, so another fire dragon that. That's clearly a dragon. It's clearly a dragon. It's got a It does have a tail. Yeah. Hey, uh, so. That's Lockheed, yeah. you think? Yeah, I guess uh, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it says a dragon made of fire. But, yeah, so he teleports her out of the way, and then uh, they try to hit their combo move, and Avalanche is now moving the ground, which is what we've usually typically seen as power. Yeah. But he keeps right. teleporting and teleporting and teleporting. And, and, and she fight. survives with no ill effects. No, yeah. 
That's new. Yeah. Well, that's because she's, what is it? What is she? Um, she's more she's a, a witch. witch or something. Yeah. She's a witch. Yeah, I don't know if they ever yeah. actually explained that. But you know, doesn't she know, like, his family or something, his gypsy family that raised him? Yeah, his, like her mom raised him. Her oh, mom was okay. the. Her mom found him after Mystique abandoned him and raised him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's sort yeah. of his sister. Yeah, that's not oh. creepy at all. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. jacked up. That's not creepy <laughs> at all. Mm, yeah, damn, Nightcrawler. Uh, yeah. So the fire dragon. It's just this big battle, and then you know the blob comes in. Now Professor Xavier has already reached out to to Kurt and been like, "Hey, um, you might be getting attacked." He's like, "Thanks, nigga. You should have called thirty seconds ago." <laughs> Because <laughs> that would have helped. Um, <laughs> it would have been cool if you had said something before. Because um, not in the t- not in the position to be talking about this right now. Um, and then when Blob comes into the situation, he grabs them both, uh, or he tries to grab them both. Nightcrawler teleports. He has uh, Amanda. He has to come back, and now he gets. It. I know I can't. I'm not going to do it. Um, and now he has them both. And then you're like, okay, well the Brotherhood are in charge. Um, Ricky needs to really get that hot tag really bad here. Like, I don't know. Come on, Ricky. And um, finally the hot tag. Uh, Lightning bolt in the ass. Now, again, with the coloring. Now, look, man, he's got his black suit on, but he's got got his purple boots. Yeah. Some mixed signals going back and forth here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird, and so now we get into the essentially the comic book fight that you've been waiting for. Um, there's the hot tag who comes in the game or into the ring, and you know there's this fight all over. And you know it's a good comic book fight. It really is. You know, uh, Wolverine gets some some offense in. You know, Blob is proven to be pointless and useless as always. Um, and this is interluded with Kitty. You know, trying to carry out her master plan, which is just absolutely teenage nonsense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, when you see this now, Sandman, you, you know, it's a decent comic book fight. Oh, yeah. This is a Donnybrook, as they used to say back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of good fights with the Brotherhood, um, past and um, after this book. For the, some of the better fights, I think, with them for whatever reason. Um, um, yeah, after rereading it, I was like, oh, wow, I, didn't know they scrapped it up this bad. <laughs> Nightcrawler yeah. getting in on it, you know, Wolverine, obviously, uh, Storm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good fight. So this is they're like this is like the X Men's version of the Wrecking Crew. I mean, they're like yeah. they're <laughs> solid mid cards. Yeah, no joke. Mm-hmm. They get the upper hand, but they never win. Yeah. They never. Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. The Wrecking Crew. Yeah, that's a that's a very good. Uh, um, Correlation because the record crew always seems to get in some good, good sticks, good some good hits, and then they get their asses kicked in the end usually. Yeah, but, uh, and they look good, and they always look good like losing. You know, it's like right. yeah, you know, it was a good match, but you know, right. you knew that person wasn't going to win, and that's kind of how this is too. And you know, it, you it even take this out further when they become what is it, Freedom Force? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, when yeah, they start working exactly. for the government, you really get start, you know yeah. very similar uh, fights and they start situations. Doctor Cooper, whatever yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we go back to the national security meeting, and then yeah. you know this this happens in proximity. So yeah, I mean, this is sort of the the subtle setup for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and I was just going to mention yes that that you know yeah, and Doctor Cooper does get introduced there, 
And, you know, I mean, there's this weird, like, yeah, we hate the mutants, but we're going to use mutants to fight the mutants, you know. What? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like, you know, kind of weird in that sense, but that's fine. But, yes, even a Nightcrawler gets some at offense, you know, he starts hitting Avalanche at, what was it? Good strength? Okay. <laughs> Typical. Typical, uh-huh. yeah. Even worse yet. Um, I mean, just a good comic book fight overall. But Storm being the most powerful one there really could end the whole thing. And at a point, she's just like, I'm going to do that. She creates this huge monsoon, which she always uses to wipe out Pyro's powers. And then before, she would be in control to kind of do that. But now she's like, I'm going to unleash it under everybody. And, you know, freaking it's um, Noah's Ark. You know, if you survive, that's great. But if you don't, tough titties. And, um, (laughs) you know. You know, Storm's power set has not become more powerful. It's just that she's become more uh, open to using her powers more powerfully, if that's a, a yeah. such a thing. Because she did that she in 175. Strength. Yeah, yeah, well, she did that in 175 where she flooded the whole room to get Mastermind out because she didn't care. Like, well, I'll be damned if yeah. y'all are just going to live through this. we got to get him out. So if you get hurt, so be it. Huh. Um. So, yeah, so there's that. Um. Again, all mixed in with Kitty. Uh, in her whole situation, and um, do we get the satisfying ending of the fight where they take down the Brotherhood, um, and that's pretty much it. But, again, they also knew, too, that this was partially a setup, um, you know, and a big distraction because Mystique was doing to make her move to try to get Rogue out of the house. This was his headache, right, Brother Beavis? Yeah, so she used a scrambler against him. That was Mm -hmm. the headache in this one. This headache, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this one. But because later on, it's a headache for... Yeah, he has strange aliens contact him in the next issue, and it's basically the same story. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't remember what the headache was from. And so, yes, he's like, you know, he sent Rogue to go get him to aspirin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because my brain is so powerful, but I can't make myself forget about this headache. Um he sends her to get you aspirin. She comes back and, you know, he starts to sense something is wrong and he shifts his body at the last moment. I was like, well, I mean, but he still got shot like in his gut. Like, why ain't he dead? Like, you know what I mean? I was like, well, he shift, I shifted at the last second. Yeah, but you still got shot in the back. I mean, ain't no medical attention coming no time soon. And I'm pretty sure he didn't have no body armor in Marvel superheroes. So, uh, well, that nope. So, yeah, so she's standing over him, you know, and then Rogue finally comes back and we get, uh, what's, this is not Freaky Friday. What's that movie with uh, Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> Freaky Friday. Yeah, that was Fre- No, Freaky Friday is old and young. That's the mm. one with the two twins. Oh, that's uh, oh, Parent Trap. That's, uh, the Parent yeah. Trap, yeah. There we get the Parent right. Trap scenes. It's like, hey, how you doing? Not, what? Who am I? Why am I looking into you know, and we get this, you know, it gets this plays out in this freaking scene where, you know, why did you leave me? But I love you like my mama. I don't know. Let me stay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, this is Claremont pouring out all his feelings, man. It is, it, I mean, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this in like a couple of words. I love you. I love you, too. Come with me. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Condensed version of it, yeah. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, she does give her her mom hope, which is just a child lie. It's like, you know what? Maybe I will come back when I'm feeling better. But 
She ain't going back, girl. Nope. Okay? She ain't going back. It's a wrap. You don't have to worry about that no more. Um, and then Mystique is in her fields, but then she's like, fine, I'll respect your decision. And, you know, she does a hologram. Like, hey, you got to let me go my people or I'll kill Charles. And um, she's got us, but we, we have to agree, Mystique. And then that was it. Uh, you know, boom, bang, boom. And then we get back to Kitty. And, or do we bump up? Oh, there's a call over the police <laughs> and there's a girl that's dead on the ground. And um, probably a fatality. And it's what happened to Kitty. And that's the end of 178. Yes, a fatality. Was Destiny in the X-Men cartoon? In the, I'm thinking of specifically when they did the uh, the the traitors in the Bishop story. Oh, 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 oh. And, no, uh, I don't believe. No, so. I don't think, I don't think she, she was either. No. no. Oh, and talk about no. somebody's powers. That would have been hard to put on an animated cartoon. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have no physical powers. It's all. Just yeah, it would have been weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the the wrap up in the issue is you know something's happened to Kitty. You think that she's dead. Spoiler alert: You obviously know that she's not. Um, I mean, you know, setting up this thing to go with the Morlocks, and they're going to get into two issues that we do this the next time that I'm going to probably be a little angrier about um, because I just don't think they're that good. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, almost to the point where we could probably skip them and do the recap here, but I, I, we'll we'll save it. But she broke um, the yeah, Neogenic Recombinator too. She did also break the Neogenic Recombinator. Um, and they're constantly trying to find it back in Spider-Man or put it back together. Uh, I mean, you know, overall, you know, we did three issues. One was a super re- quick recap. You know, what do you think about these, Brother Beavis? You know, as – I mean, because really it was a kind of a, a – it's a standalone story with the Brotherhood, but it also mm-hmm. is leading to this other issue with the with the Morlocks. What do you think about yeah. these on a reread? I mean, it's it. There's cool stuff, but it's like it doesn't seem like it seems like there's so many stories going on. It's kind of sort of hard to figure out what's the most significant. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also like you know that a lot of this is setting up stories down the road. So it's very much transition right now. And I don't know if that's just sort of a natural um, consequence of the new creative team or just sort of where they were in the story, you know, it's, but yeah, it's, there's plenty of stuff going on. It's, it's not at all wasted, but there, it just seems like there's, it's a little bit meandering and it's a little bit filler despite how much there is in both the words and the storyline. Yeah. It's, um, and the guy's trying to read ahead a little bit, you know, it, these issues are a lot of callbacks. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to bring these guys back, and oh, we're going to bring this person back, and we're going to bring this. You know, it's really a lot of callbacks, up to 200. Uh, it takes a little bit of a yep. break because, um, yeah. oh, yeah, I know what the other headaches were for. The other headaches are for the secret wars. Um, but that's what was really? giving him headaches because it was this thing calling mm. him to Central Park. Oh. So that's his Hello. other headache. Yeah, because we're we're one issue or two issues away from – this is 178, so 179 and 180, because 181 is yeah. when they come back in Japan. I was just assuming it was Phoenix yeah. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go. Well, but yeah. we're not going to go that much farther uh, without that, because uh, Rachel Summers is about Rachel to Summers. become a part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they don't The go only far person as confusing as Cable. <laughs> yeah. 
I like her better than Cable, though. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, you know, and I said we didn't have a side topic. Hold on. Let me look at the uh, <laughs> the record clock. Hold on. Okay. So we're, yeah, we're about right. No, we're about right. Okay. So, again, that wraps it up. That was, and we'll come back to the Thursday comic book chat whenever we come back to the issues for that. That's fine. Uh, the side topic tonight is um, there was something. I got into it with this guy online who was essentially saying, thinking that he was a Marvel insider or a Fox insider or whatever, saying that Fox wants Cable to be like, in this new transition, to Cable to be like their new Wolverine. Like they are. I barely got it out. Um, he's going to be the new Wolverine. Like he's going to essentially be the star of all of these movies coming up. Like, you know, like oh, Wolverine geez. is going to be replaced, but he is like, if they want Cable to be the center of, or he's going to be part of Deadpool, two, and then yeah. the X Force movie, and then possibly part of the New Mutants movie. Like he had like all, it was like it was like, yeah, it's going to be Cable. Like they're really going to be uh, this big, huge push behind Cable, and I'm like. And is it Pierce Brosnan? Is that the yeah? Like, yeah, Pierce Brosnan. It's that. gonna be Pierce Brosnan. You know, and I don't. If, if, hold up. Okay. Where is that? Where is that casting coming from? By the yeah. way, yeah, he's old. That? He's old. Uh, he's gray. Uh, uh, gray? Oh, and, but he's also and, and uh, skinny. A hundred, yeah, fifty pounds soaking wet. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's that. So, I, I mean, we we all hate cable, but like. Is there a world, is there a world, Brother Beavis, where Cable, as a movie character, could be cool? Is there some alternate Earth where that is a possibility? Uh, in 1990, when all you had to have was <laughs> pockets and shoulder pads and guns and robotic arms, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he, he was he was like sort of comically the embodiment of everything that was like visually was everything that was uh, all style and no substance, and yeah. you know had was so devoid of story that they just kept shoveling garbage into him until they had you know st- stitched a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and I think it's impossible to not look back at that and see it for what it was and to ever think that like, you know, so yeah, uh, new mutants 87 or whatever, where he debuted is valuable and 100 and X-Force one. Those are like, if you, you, I challenge you to go read the, go read those now and enjoy them. Enjoy any yeah. aspect of any of those books. <laughs> right. I yeah. challenge you. And it's like, it wasn't good. Then it was only like, it only sold out of hype. And so yeah. I guess in a in a completely like hype style over substance, if like that corny ninety very nineties interpretation of comics was popular again, yeah, you could absolutely mm. headline as many movies as you wanted to make. Now, no, and it, his story is way too complicated to have mass appeal, and that's yeah, why yeah. that's, that's why the movies are successful because they get mass appeal, and you can't. Right. You, you can't you can't mass produce it. Yeah, you're not gonna. Nobody is going to be walking around in cable costumes, t-shirts, 
And to cosplay as him is going to cost you all kinds of ends to make, like, a realistic cosplay. Yeah. You know, like Spider-Man and, and Deadpool, they're easy. Just put on the suit yeah. and put on the mask. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it, it, it makes it easier for people to be able to get into that. It looks cooler yeah. on a T-shirt. Cable yeah, looks like, like yeah. your grandfather mm-hmm. on a shirt that got yeah. on the, the $6 got million dollar man. Facial scars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. it doesn't look cool. It's like 100 guns people, on his back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's why I tell people that nobody wants to buy Shaquille O'Neal shoes. I can't imagine I'm Shaquille O'Neal, nigga. <laughs> I can be freaking Jordan. I can imagine that. I ain't no damn giant. I ain't wearing his shoes. That's whack. But I'll wear Jordan shoes or I'll wear whoever shoes or Curry shoes because I can relate more to that, you know? Well, I, can I still remember the first time you pulled the backboard down. That shit was insane. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, fuck it. I guess we're done. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah thank you. So, but, I mean, I Cable's just, only value is as a straight man to Deadpool. He's fine in that role, and you can't – there's nothing more to him than that. Right. Right. And – Again, if they're a two-hour movie, where that's even going to be interesting, let alone trying to make a solo movie with this dude. Um, yeah, how are they how are they going to introduce this cat in the first place? You know how you already kind of uh, touched on a little bit how complicated and insane his backstory is. Yeah, I mean, what's that? <laughs> or maybe he's just fuck it and try not to do it. Fox is going to do some Yeah, what, shit like and that. what what timeline is he from? The present yeah. timeline? Is yeah, the future timeline. Who's this? Who's, who's his parents? Uh, is it Jean Grey and, and Cyclops? Is it Madeline Pryor? Cyclops like, or Madeline Pryor? Or do you just make that all a, yeah. Or do you make that all a joke? Like, hey, you know, like, and at the expense, of, you know, at uh, a, a joke at the expense of Deadpool consistently. Like, I right. just don't get, like, I don't, like, I don't get any cable, like, love. Like, I just don't get it. The character is no. terrible. It's terrible. Uh, it's- that's a, that's the Rob Liefeld special, man. He's, most of his characters, outside of Deadpool, which or any of his characters worth a damn, really, you know. Yeah, I mean, but shit, look at <laughs> look at the rest of it. And X-Force. Deadpool was ripped off. I mean, Deadpool is yeah. completely a rip off of uh, Deathstroke. Yeah, and but and look at the rest yeah, of X Force yeah. with Shatterstar. Uh, <laughs> Are uh, they these characters still around? I mean, Domino, yeah. Boom, Richter, yeah, Domino, Warpath, Domino, which Warpath was just somebody else's character design. That wasn't even his mm-hmm. character. Yeah, that's, that right. was there before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and so right, was I mean, Boom Boom. Yeah, yeah, do, like Domino. I could see Domino. You, they'd be mm-hmm. better making off a Deadpool and Domino movie. Honestly, because the, the yeah. character makes more sense. She's an assassin. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah. You know, I think the downside is since they got, I mean, they they got his love interest, but like Siren was an interesting character with him because mm-hmm. he was like trying. That was when he was still like a villain, and he was trying to hook up with her and come around. It was, I mean, that was an interesting story, but they'd have to go a long way to get Siren in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're, I think they're barking up a wrong tree with this. Uh, trying to uh, make Cable the new Wolverine, boy, you'll end up killing that fucking franchise in a heartbeat. It's, it's outside of the hardcore comic fans, and I don't know. I have never seen a whole bunch of Cable fans. Have y'all? Have you seen them? Uh, I ain't never people? seen no. I don't know anybody that likes Cable. I've seen I like a, I've seen like a Cable support group of people who like <laughs> bought a lot of those books. 
and like it really affected their lives. And they have to like talk to other people about their feelings. You know, I've seen that. Yeah. 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 But I can't believe I failed for this shit. Oh, speaking of, as bad as Cable is, how bad is X Man? Nature, yeah. Nature, whatever. Yeah. I, Another I way we're so long. I'm like, this has got to get better than the worst thing I've ever read at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would go while. downstairs and yeah. see how many I actually have if I just yeah, if too I would many. Just like, yeah. Oh Jesus. Too oh, many. So yeah. Bad. And uh, I mean, and it's just. <laughs> And I thought, and you know, and they they brought him back to the mainstream universe after, after um, Age of Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse right? right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. But we they had, we had two we had two cables for a while. Oh, Almighty, there. Yeah. Oh Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they that really and Andre was like the you know he was super powerful because he was not infected. He with didn't have the, the technovirus. The technovirus. Right. Right. Uh, the Tecmo Bowl virus. Oh, yeah, y'all. I mean, I mean, I, I post this on Facebook or whatever. Y'all, y'all, good luck with that, and y'all can have it um, because mm-hmm. I don't want it. Like, and we're gonna have the same conversation here probably in two weeks, right before Logan comes out. Um, I mean, I'm telling you right now, y'all can have mm-hmm. that. I, I'm good unless unless a whole bunch of people that I know, love, and respect are like, "Yo, you need to go see that movie. Stop what you're doing." And you need to go see that movie? I ain't effing with that movie. Y'all can have it. I can already <laughs> tell that that's some freaking garbage. It's garbage. And people are going to try to tell you that it's good, but I already fell for this twice, man. And you ain't getting me on the okie doke third time. Nope, 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 nope. Not doing it. And I don't care that it's rated R, because that's a fox on a fox, because the other one was rated R. I don't mm-hmm. care how cute X-23 looks, cutting people up. Oh, the little kid, isn't that so cute? I don't that, care. Logan is like Little Miss Sunshine meets The Walking <laughs> Dead without zombies. <laughs> the more I see about that, the less interest, the less interested I get in seeing it. Damn, that's a hell of a description right there. Yeah, I need to quote that. Hold on. Let's <laughs> be written in the description. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's true. It is. It's like a road trip, exactly, with your crazy old man in the back seat. The father that doesn't know what the hell is going on and on a mission. It is. Oh, my God. And there's nothing that's <laughs> going to be able to save that. It's nothing. Again, villains make movies. Who's the villain in this? Donald Pierce? The Reavers? Yeah, but not really. But not mm, really. His, old age? Mm, um, yeah. The, yeah. His beard? Like, what, who's the enemy here? <laughs> you know? So... So, yeah, whatever. All right, good. So we're all know the cable. Good to know. I, not that I didn't know that ahead of time. I was just kind of gauging the area of hate. And I thought that was ridiculous that this game. He was like, oh, no, man, I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, all right, well, either you're right, which is frightening, or you're full <laughs> of crap. So right. one of, neither of those two things are good. If you're right that Fox is going to, die on the hill of trying to make their movies based on cable. Good luck with that. Man. Because um, I will never after, after, darken your doorstep again. 
They'll get through. They'll get through one one damn movie, probably outside of a Deadpool movie, mind you, with Cable, before they rush another actor back to be Wolverine. This shit'll be funny as hell to watch. That shit's yeah. not gonna work. Yeah. yeah. So. And again, X twenty three may work, and people might like fall in love with that character. But we talked about this on the other podcast. Does Fox have the balls to build their X universe on? X-23 and not Wolverine since they haven't no. been able to make any of their other movies without Wolverine? No. No. They don't have no. the nuts to do it. They no. don't. I know they don't. They are not going to do that. And good luck if you try it. And that's, no, that's not a knock on X-23. It's a knock on the fact that y'all made Wolverine into whatever. You made Wolverine into Batman. And so now so we got to stick Batman in everything to make Batman, you know, to make everything else work better. So that's it. He's their Batman for your X-Men, for X-Men movies. You know, just like yeah. Deadpool is not going to be your Batman for everything else associated with mutants. So, uh-huh. <sighs> all right, that's it. Rant completed. <laughs> all right, so as we wrap up the Thursday Night Comic Book chat, um, uh, with SU's 176 through 178, uh, remember, you'll be able to find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Uh, please subscribe, rate, uh, leave a, a, ra- a rating. Um, other Brother Comic news, uh, again, not too much going on except for Star Wars Celebration in April. Um, I think that's the most recent or most, yeah, most recent con. No, that's not true. Uh, there'll be the South Carolina Comic Con that, um, the uh, what's his name? Big Hutch and Female Perspective are going to attend in uh, South Carolina at the near the end of March, and then we have um, Star Wars Celebration, and then RetroCon, and here in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. So those are all coming up. Uh, there should be a Brothers Comics podcast this weekend. Hopefully, we can get at least four to five of us on that call with uh, everybody's eligible. And we'll also have the Pretty Little Riverdale podcast um, with, um, I said, C. Taline and Sickly, or um, they'll be on that podcast, and we'll record that sometime this weekend. Now, we'll just really quick, Brother Beavis is watching Riverdale, and uh, uh, he has, well, I mean, you could say, what's your, what's your history with Archie it, that's not related to me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> limited. Uh, I mean, like, I think I got all the Archie I need in my life just, like, randomly flipping through a couple books. It's the same. It's, uh, you know, I know it's your thing, and I'm not trying to be harsh or anything. No, you can like, on it. Like, I feel like you can read, like, four pages of it and pretty much get every other page that's ever been written about Archie. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's pretty streamlined. So Yeah, it does it a specific moment of time and it has its moment of whatever the hell it is so yeah but yes he's watching Riverdale uh I'm watching Riverdale uh and Sandman you haven't watched it yet no I haven't uh I'm behind on a lot of my shows yeah. it's and like Archie meets Twin normal. Peaks that's yeah that's <laughs> well Archie well, meets Twin Peaks on the CW yeah wow. that's it for real well okay again I, our Riverdale recap is called Pretty Little Riverdale because it really seems like Pretty Little Liars just with Riverdale people. Uh, oh, but as we're going oh. through it every week, every week I think it, it's kind of transforming into Desperate Housewives season one. 
Um, so it's like desperate Riverdale, um, whatever. Uh, but it, it, it is entertaining uh, to a point. Uh, but I think the less you know about Archie is probably makes it more entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. If you know yeah. about the characters and their histories and whatnot, watching it, it will kind of piss you off a little bit. Not, you know, not break anything piss off, but just like, Ali, <laughs> why are you doing that to, you know, whoever? So, but yes, yeah, so you can catch that podcast uh, sometime after this, uh, this weekend. as We'll recap issue, issue, uh, episode number three. All right. So we will wrap up the podcast for tonight. Like I said, uh, check us out on brotherscomics.com. You can find the producer on uh, Twitter at uh, at Brothers Comics. You can find Sandman at Sandman415. If you really, really, really wanted to get to Brother Beavis, you can find him on the Facebook page. Just at him, and we'll find it and get it to him uh, at at Brothers Comics (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) You can also find us on uh, Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher on the podcast and uh, what's that Instagram as well? I'm using Instagram more than I used it before, so uh, got a lot of a lot of places that you can get to us, and um, I think that's it. All right. So as we wrap up the podcast, I am going to say good night as the producer of this podcast. Uh, you can get to go first now, brother B. On the right, backside. Bottom no more social out. treatment. Bottom fishes out. All right. <laughs> and Sam is say good night, my friend. Peace out, y'all. See y'all next week. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Peace.